This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, that was the moment New South Wales squared the series and they did it in pretty comprehensive fashion, uh, albeit a little controversial as it always is in State of Origin, 44-12 to 12 at Optus Stadium in Perth and didn't the crowd show up and show out and, and didn't it absolutely look a million bucks, uh, State of Origin, uh, even on the, the round field, it uh, on the oval field, it still looked magnificent. Um, and the game itself had plenty to talk about it. And uh, there's only one man we get on the Sporting Capital. Uh, he's a former Origin player himself for Queensland. Uh, premiership winner with Penrith uh, back in his heyday. And now uh, you'll hear him a lot um, on uh, Sports Day in Queensland, New South Wales, and right around the SEN network and part of NRL Nation uh, as well on SEN. Scotty Sattler, hello, mates. Sammy, how are you, mate? Look, I'm good, albeit, uh, as I'm sure you were, pretty disappointed in the outcome uh, of game two, but it does set up uh, an origin decider in uh, on the 13th of July on a Wednesday night, Suncorp Stadium. The Blues haven't won a decider there since 2005, and they don't have an immortal uh, to do then what they had back then. Um, what did you make of the game itself? Disappointing result, but um, great atmosphere. Uh, fortunate enough to beat up to stadium on Sunday night calling the game for SEN, and it's an amazing facility. It's the best stadium in Australia, I think, I know we've got the MCG, which is tremendous, but in relation to the modern technology and the yeah. digital effects that at a stadium, it's very NFL American like. It's and you know, it's I couldn't imagine how good it would be to watch a, an AFL game there actually. And a bit difficult to watch a rugby league game live because it's you know all on the front of pitch and it's a fair way away from the from the boundaries. But in saying that, just a yeah, really good event. Um, as I said, the outcome was pretty ordinary, but I've got to say, I think Queensland probably got a little bit wrong in their preparation going over and arriving in Perth on Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, New South Wales arriving on Monday. So I think they lost that battle right there. And then to then get the sin binning, which I thought was a massive call in origin, a sin binning, and so to take... be out with, without a play for 10 minutes and also very limited preparation in Perth as well. It, it takes a lot out of you. So take us through that because so we're, we're not too far from half time. Queensland leading 12 to 8, and then ruck infringement after ruck infringement's called six again after six again call uh, is waived. And then all of a sudden, Felice Kafusi's sent to the bin. Just explain to those who weren't quite sure what happened, what happened and why it happened. Yeah, there were so many infringements inside the 20-metre zone. So when New South Wales are attacking and trying to score points and trying to build pressure... The referee's basically saying, Ashley Klein, that Queensland were deliberately giving away six agains and um, and getting offside and laying in the ruck that he just had to stamp his authority in the game and, and see a better player to try and you know, stop Queensland and New South Wales from, from doing it moving forward. And it was a, it was a huge message. You know, Ten minutes off the field is a long time for a, a small infringement. 
And I think you know, we've always had this debate, Sammy, that it should be probably changed to five minutes. Uh, we used to have five minutes in bins. So 10 minutes in any game is a long time to be 12, under, with 12 men. 10 minutes in a state of origin, well, it's yeah, you can't come back from it. And Queensland were travelling okay, 12-8 at that stage. They get the sin bin against them, and then only about a minute from full time, New South Wales scored to take a 14-12 lead. So I think from that point on, it was always going to be a really you know, a tough uphill battle from from Queensland to get back from that sin binning. And uh, and also, like I said earlier on, the, you know, the late arrival in Perth. You know the litmus test on whether a decision that's been to the benefit of New South Wales is the right call or not. Uh, when even Gus Gould's saying, "No, no, that shouldn't have been the call." So if <laughs> Gus, if Gus is saying that New South Wales shouldn't have got that call, then you know that it's a contentious one and maybe shouldn't have occurred. Um, what's been the fallout from it since, and has there been um, the seal of approval from the powers that be? Well, yeah, the, we spoke to Graham Annesley, actually Executive General Manager of all the major competitions uh, tonight on Sports Day, and he was very happy with Ashley Klein's performance. Billy Slater um, was, was humble after the game and said, I'm not going to blame the officials or the referees. We've just got to be better as a side. And uh, fortunately, the game goes to a decider, as you said, in two Wednesdays, or three Wednesdays, I should say. And, uh, and I suppose... It was how Billy re- responded after the game, which was going to be really important about how quickly Queensland can can recover, because it is it's a demoralising defeat, one of the biggest defeats in Queensland history, and to do that after such a you know, such a spirited and, and courageous performance in game one, yeah, they've got to get back on the horse really quickly. But take nothing away from New South Wales and those Penrith players; they are absolutely outstanding. Seven of them in the side, and and you can see the combination they had played a huge part in what the result. You know the end result was, and you know it didn't have everything to do with the official. I thought the ten taking my Queensland hat off, and I was calling for SEN in the neutral call, and I generally am a, a rugby league lover first and foremost. I thought it was a really tough call in a big game like an Origin. I thought it was a, a mm. really rough call with only a minute to go before half time. Maybe give another six again when you get to half time. You speak to the captain of Queensland, Daly Cherry, and say, "Listen, if it continues in the second half." I'm going to sing bin someone. Yep. You make the decision as a captain. Have a talk to your team at halftime. Let's restart again in, in the second half. I thought that would have been probably the wise decision for Ashley Klein. Um, but, yeah, it had a, had a huge effect on Queensland. You know, withstand any pressure. So New South Wales, uh, as you'd expect them to do after they'd applied so much offensive pressure to the Maroons, who... Uh, you, you just got the feeling they were going to buckle uh, at some point, especially being a, a player down as as they were for for those ten minutes, and and the uh, the sin bidding happened just in the shadows of the first half. So, yeah, it's no surprise that um, after half time that the tries started to uh, come thick and fast. Nathan Cleary got a couple as well, forty four to twelve win in the end. But their defence was phenomenal. New South Wales, their kick game as well. Scotty, what what impressed you about the Blues? Uh, probably the second half of Nathan Cleary. You know, everyone's oh, been yeah. asking Nathan, even though he's a great player, Nathan, as a halfback, you've really got to stamp your authority on origin. And he hadn't really stamped his authority, um, where he's basically the one Pied Piper that is controlling every facet of the game. And he did that in the second half. You know, scored true, laid on a couple. The kicking game was was pinpoint and specific. And he really treated Queensland like a like chess players. He just pushed them around the field and did what he ever wouldn't do. Those you know, players in the past, like Alfie Langer and, and Andrew Johns have been doing that, been able to do that in years gone by. So 
pretty special moment for, for Nathan Cleary. Uh, what else really impressed me, Sammy, was, and Brad Fittler's admitted that he got it wrong in game one with his selection, bringing Jake Trebojevic in, 71 minutes in the front row on a state of origin, and came up with 31 tackles, 150 metres. But he came up with all these little tiny little plays that mm. probably go unnoticed to a lot of people. There's these little clean-up plays defensively that having him in the side, he just he brought the team together defensively. So, And that just had a ripple effect across the entire, entire side. Yeah, Matt Burton now, they're saying that he might be uh, one of the next million-dollar men in the NRL. Such was the, the gravity and, and the how, how impressive his debut was. So... It's amazing what Origin can do um, for your career and, um, and and for your standing within the game after playing one good one uh, and a very, very good one on on debut. Uh, a couple of incidences out of it, Scotty. Um, speaking of Scotty Sattler, former Queensland Origin player, Penrith Panthers Premiership player, uh, won the Panthers a Premiership, if you don't mind, with that tackle uh, back in 05, wasn't it, Scotty, or 04? 03. 03. Oh, third time's yep. a charm. Um, so <laughs> the Kalen Ponga hit from Nathan Cleary who came off the line. He was placed on report but not charged. And then uh, Steve on. Crichton was uh, cleared by the match review committee but uh, putting the shoulder into Cam Munster. But he's now in doubt for game three. Um, do you tick off from your view both those incidents? Yeah, they're fine. Play on. You know, Queensland had a, a couple of situations in game one that they could probably question um, about the you know the viability of a, you know playing within the game mm. and the rules with with contact, so yeah, play on. And Origin is it's played at a breakneck speed, and sometimes yep. you know there's so much body movement, so many variables. It's, it's it's hard to react at the last moment. So yeah, I haven't got a problem with it at all. So the Maroons couldn't score uh, after half time. Such was the the the, the strength of the Blues' defence. Game three decider. Suncorp alone's not going to win it for him. Um, is there any changes that Billy Slater needs to make in your view? Well, I don't think there's really anyone to change with, to be quite honest. And But if, if you really put your thinking cap on, going to a decider at Suncorp Stadium, try and find a player that's got really good success there, an experienced player, I probably think at a pinch, young Murray Tawalangi, who's had a great season for the Cowboys and made his debut on on Sunday night on the wing. Maybe Corey Oates from the Broncos comes in. If he has a, a big game on the weekend against the Cowboys, funnily enough, um, he, he could force his way into the side. Big winger and yeah. scores a lot of tries. And he's built like a front rower, so he's really hard to control. He's always wanted um, to be a front that, rower too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Out of that, I, I don't think there's too many changes. I I really think, and there's got to be a reason why Billy Slater's not using Josh Papali'i, one of the best front rowers in the game. I don't know why he's not using him more often. Only had 21 minutes in the first half, mm. had about the same in the second game as well. So in the first game and about the same in the second game. So, um, yeah, probably more around what's going on from a, uh, a replacement point of view is something that he's going to look at. But um, outside of that, I don't think there's too many changes for, for Queensland. Are they a little bit light on in the front row, the, uh, the Queensland? Scotty, I mean, New South Wales' front row looks <laughs> bloody intimidating. Uh, they've got all the size, but we know that's not everything when it comes to front rows, your feet and uh, how you're able to, to, to use your body to hold your line and, and all of that comes with it. But are they just a little light on? Uh, no, not light on. Probably what they're missing is Ruben Cotter, who was mm. injured in game. Sorry, yeah. injured for the Cowboys warming up a couple of weeks ago. So missed game two. What they was able to do is Ruben Cotter played 80 minutes. And you need to play the plays 80 minutes and, and cleans up a lot of the, 
the little dirty areas of the game, like Jake Trebojevic did for, for New South Wales in game two. And having Ruben there, it allowed Queensland to have this rotation of Pat Carrigan was great off the bench, Lindsay Collins great off the bench in game one. But they started with Josh Papali and Tino Fasul Malawi. So now the quarter's out, you've got to drag one of those out and add someone in. Mm. And it yeah, it disrupts the routine and the flow and the rhythm of the side. So um yeah, I don't think they're light on. They've got good enough players and better players to match New South Wales on their day and they did that in game one. So they did. yeah, what they've got to do is they've just got to be able to they've got to be able to control the the control of you know, the, the fac- all facets of the game. They didn't do that in game two. I think the sin bidding really took a lot of gas out of them. They were unable to be as effective and play with a lot of speed and a lot of intensity like they yep. did in game one because they controlled the game in game one. They've just got to get back to the basics of game two and make sure they don't get anyone sin binned. And, and if they do that, well, they know they can win the game because they did in game one. So game three is just set up to be one of the all-time classics. Absolutely. So last question. So Freddie Fittler's got to do something. That, that that hasn't been done by New South Wales since Andrew Johns led them to victory in 2005 in a decider at Suncorp. He's shown that he's happy to tinker, to throw the magnets around, uh, as we say in AFL parlances, um, and to make changes to a side. Does he resist the urge to make change, or does he look to maybe throw a, another cat amongst the pigeons, bringing back maybe a Latrell Mitchell at the expense of possibly Steve Crichton. Um, Jack Whiten should be back from COVID. Does he bring him back in? You can't drop Matt Burton, surely. So does he change anything, Freddie, or does he back it in and double down? Yeah, well, Latrell's one of those special players. Yeah. But uh, coming back from a, a hamstring injury and a bad hamstring injury as well, I'd be really apprehensive about doing that. And also, you've got to remember, um, Sammy, when you've got that left side, Matty Burton, and you've got Nathan Cleary, and you've got yeah. Brian Toto, and you've got Isaiah Yo, all defending together. And then on the other side, you've got Liam Martin, Jerome Luai, and Steve Crichton. They all play the club footy together. Yeah. So defensively, it just makes sense to keep them together. So I don't think I don't think you make any changes in that regard. I think the only change he may make is a real player favourite of Freddie Fittler is Jack White, and he did miss the last. He missed Origin 2 because of COVID. Yeah. And that's why Matty Burton was brought in. He's back this week for Canberra. If anything, I think he'll probably force his way onto the bench yep. for Sifa Talakai, who made his debut from the Cronulla Sharks. So I think that's the only difference, you know, you know, any changes you make. But in relation to Crichton and Burton, it'll be game as usual. Geez, you must be almost split. Scotty, given that you're a Queenslander, but there's about half the New South Wales team of Penrith players. It must be tough on the head and heart for you, my friend, but uh, can't wait for game three. Um, your call of it was great with Jimmy, as it always is, and we'll look forward to repeating the dose and uh, hopefully a Queensland win as well, mate. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, anytime, Sammy. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or... Get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.